right? <laughs> right? Mine went off this morning. At, it said five. Did not feel like five, right? Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Worship you, Jesus. Give me a green light here. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Let's pray. All right. Father, in Jesus' name, open the eyes of our understanding. In Jesus' name, we declare your glory in Jesus' name. I thank you for the presence of God in this house. I thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost to lead us and guide us into all the truth, Lord, in Jesus' name. Reveal truth in the inward parts of every man, woman, boy, and girl in the sound of my voice today. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we covenant with you today, Lord, to be doers of the word that we hear, not forgetful hearers, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Did you know that uh, a person that uh, gets the coronavirus has less than one-tenth of one percent chance of dying? I'll say it again. Anybody that gets a coronavirus has less than one-tenth of one percent chance of dying, especially if you're young and healthy. Virtually no chance it can kill you. And if you're a member of my church, zero chance it can kill you. Amen. Zero. Say zero. zero. Uh, Cindy and I uh, were meeting with a, uh, a young professional to conduct some business a couple of days ago. And we talked about the business we had to conduct and so on and so forth. And then he launched into a sermonette on the coronavirus. And, I, you know, I mean, I, I've been around a long time, right? You probably can't tell by looking at me, but I've been around a long time, right? <laughs> you know when they count the rings on those trees? You go in, you know, about that far, and that's where I was born. Okay. But um, what a bunch of bull. You got a better chance of winning the lottery two days in a row than you do of dying from the coronavirus. I mean, do you know the best place to catch the coronavirus? In the hospital. You know, more people die in hospitals than anywhere else in America. I'm not against hospitals. I'm not against doctors. I'm not against medicine. I believe in science. But I don't put my faith in science. My faith is in God and in His Word. And the Word of God says, by His stripes you were healed. Now, if I was healed, how's coronavirus going to make me sick unless I believe it? So this young professional goes on and on and on and on and on. And like I say, I've been around a long time. And, you know, 25 years ago, I probably would have stopped and argued with him, corrected him. But I just kind of sat there and just kind of endured it, you know? Like some people do church, you know what I mean? <laughs> just endured it like a good little soldier. Didn't want to get, pick a fight with a guy at the bank, you know, over his retarded opinions. Amen. But finally, I just said, you know, brother, I mean, we're, we're pastors. In case you didn't know, I mean, we're pastors. And we, we teach people every Sunday not to live by fear, but to live by faith. What is faith? Anybody know what faith is? Now faith is 
Hebrews 11.1, 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. There is unseen substance where stuff comes from. In, in, uh, including success. If you see yourself succeeding, you will succeed. If you can develop a consistent image of you succeeding, if I can get this church, if we can get this church, if God can get this church to consistently see ourselves succeeding and growing, change, reach, multiply. If we can consistently acquire this image from the Holy Ghost and allow Him to paint this image on the inside of us on our God-given imagination, it is inevitable that we will succeed. Amen. Here, here's how you get there. You start saying, we're successful. Say prosper. prosper. Tell your faith buddy, say prosper. prosper. Now. Because the word says, now faith is. Not someday I hope so. I sure hope it is someday. That's not even hope. That's wish. Stop wishing. Wishing drives your hope into the dark dungeons of despair. I mean, come on. Wishing pollutes your God-given imagination. I wish I could have a car like that. You're driving it further away. You've got to start believing that God, first of all, that God wants you to have good things. And some people criticize us because we teach on this consistently. And I'm going to keep on teaching on it too, amen. God wants you to have good things. And some people don't like that. They say that that's, well, that's just, that's heresy. Really? L let, me, let, me ask, let me ask, what are you working 40 hours a week for? Any critic wants to, wants to talk to me, first, <laughs> what is he working for? Just to barely get by? Well, you can't help anybody else if you're barely getting by. Do you want to help anybody else? If you're saved, you want to help other people. Is anybody with me in the house here? Is everybody awake? Is there, there's a coffee percolating? Is everybody cool here today? If you're saved, you want to help people. If you're not saved, then yeah, I get it. It's all about you. I get, I get it. I totally get it. It's all about you and your little two-by-four world. You know you're going to schlep along. Praise the Lord. Be nice, Pastor. <laughs> Try to make it to retirement age. And hope you can hang on by your fingernails for a few miserable weeks before you die. That's not why you're here, pal. That's not why you're here. You're here to be a destiny changer. You're here to be a game changer for somebody that you've never met before yet. God has a divine call on your life. God has put you here for a reason. You are exactly where God wants you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Smile, Pastor. This is good news for the people. Amen. You're not here by accident. You're not called. You're not created. God did not take your DNA off the shelf in heaven and activate it so that you could live a mundane, meaningless life. No, not for a moment. No. A thousand times no. God created you from the foundation of the world for greatness. Amen. To be a destiny changer for, for your generation. Amen. Now, the world system wants you to acquire this poverty mindset, this fear mindset, this limitation mindset, this victimhood mindset. I refuse to be a victim. 
I said, I refuse to be a victim. Well, yeah, Brian, but you don't know what I've been through. You never, ever, never been through nothing like I have. Huh. You know, you can stay where you are with a victim mindset till Jesus comes. Hmm? Or you can, like Caleb and Joshua said, you could say, let us go up at once and take the promised land because God's with us. Their defenses have departed from them. Let's take the baloney right off their bread. What do you say, guys? Let's go. What do you say? Huh? What do you say? Huh? God's with us. You think God's with, I mean, do you think God was with Moses? Is he with you? You think God was with David? Is he with you? You think God, I'm talking about the great men and women in the Bible. You think God was with Deborah in the Bible? You think he was with her? You think he was with Ruth? You think he was with Esther? Hmm? You think he was with Mary Magdalene? Mary, the mother of Jesus. You think he was with them? Come on. Is he with you? They're no different than you. They just heard the word of God, believed the word of God, started acting on it. Oh, friend, I have so much I want to share with you today. Uh, uh, you come to this church, you're going to get trained in the Word of God, first and foremost. I said, first and foremost, you're going to get trained in the Word of God. Amen? Amen. All right. Okay, praise the Lord. So say this, why don't we stand up and take a flu shot? Okay. We're going to stand up and take a flu shot. This works if you work it. Huh? I said, this works if you work it. Now, the Bible says that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. The Bible says that every name that can be named is under your feet. Right? Coronavirus is a name. So I want you to picture coronavirus written on the carpet in front of your feet. Then I want you to step on it real good and just grind it into the carpet and say, No, you don't, devil, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You're not touching me. Not touching me. Say it like you mean it now. You're not touching me, no devil. You're a liar. Uh-uh, you can't touch me. By his stripes I was healed. In Jesus' name. Not touching me. Mm-mm, you can't have me. I'm a child of the Most High God. I am bought by his blood. There was a high price paid for you. See those stripes? Close your eyes. See those stripes on his back? That was so you don't have to get sick. And if you do get sick, you can get rid of it. Amen. Amen. Well, Brian, you don't know what the doctor said. <clears throat> well, you don't know what God said. All right, you may sit down. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Worship you, Jesus. Worship you, Lord. Worship you, Lord. I get a little bit uh, 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 animated. I think I'm supposed to. Huh? You don't want to come to church and go to sleep, huh? You don't want to let, let, you know, go to sleep, do you? Amen. All right. This is a life and death struggle you're involved in here. This ain't no game we're playing. It's, it's, a, it's a weird war, though, because the more you win, I mean, the more you fight, the happier you get. Hmm? You know how you can tell you're in faith? You know how you can tell you if your faith buddy's in faith? Just give them a checkup from the neck up. You can tell if they're in faith or not, right? Just so you, can, you can tell. Faith is discernible. You can see if somebody's in faith because they're happy. Praise the Lord. You can tell if they're uh, not in faith because they're feeling sorry for themselves. Don't feel, I said, don't feel sorry for yourself. Stop it. You're not a victim. 
You're a victor. Say, I'm not a victim. I am a victor. I refuse to feel sorry for myself. And, and tell your faith buddy, say, I don't feel sorry for you either. I refuse to feel sorry for you. Mm -mm. Listen, self-pity is a demon. It's a demon spirit. Oh, you poor, it'll sit on your shoulder and say, oh, you poor little thing. Nobody knows what you go through. Nobody, nobody understands you. Nobody likes you. You're kind of funny looking. Shut up, devil. Shut up, devil. Shut up. If you've got to say that all day long, say, shut up, devil. I refuse to feel sorry for myself. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I won't feel sorry for myself. Because if you feel sorry for yourself, the image, the image on the inside of you is defeat. And that's what you're going to produce is defeat. Amen. You've got to talk to yourself, man. You've got to talk right. See my books back there? Do we have uh, God's creative power back there? Yes. Would you please bring me that, dear sister? Thank you. Thank you, Miss Jeannie. Thank you. Who has never seen this book, booklet? Who has never gotten a copy of this? I'll tell you what. This little 32-page mini book I put in my back pocket in 1988. And I go out and walk the dog and throw the ball for the dog in the morning and pull this thing out. And it says, I am the body of Christ and Satan has no power over me because I overcome evil with good. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and no weapon formed against me can prosper. And you do that, you, you read through this 16 little pages of confessions a couple times a day and I triple your money back guarantee you and it's free. I've given away hundreds of these. In a few days, it won't be long. You'll think differently. You'll feel differently. You'll act differently. And you will be on the pathway to a new destiny if you'll just do what's in this little booklet. You read it and say, ooh, that's interesting. Put it on the shelf or give it to somebody. That, it won't work like it's supposed to. If the doctor prescribes you medicine, you take that bottle of medicine, you stick it up there in the medicine cabinet, call the doctor on Monday say, I ain't feeling no better. He says, are you taking the medicine according to the directions that we've given you? Well, no, but I got it right here. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Shandala, shandala, shandala. <laughs> yeah, but are you taking the medicine the way we told you to? Well, no, I ain't got time for that, preacher. You got time for 13 hours of television every day. Amen. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Love you, Jesus. Amen. This will take you five minutes. Yeah, but that seems like a lot of work. Five minutes is, is you know, I remember when, <laughs> oh, Lord, can I pick, I'm going to pick on Michael for just a second. When I, when I take, take him out to work with me when he was little, I take all these guys out, right? When you were little, took you out to work, right? And how long does, how long do I take you out to work? If we're going out to landscape or cut grass, how long we got to be out, right? Till way after dark, amen, right? <laughs> so, so. You know, Michael would be like, well, how many more minutes? <laughs> it's about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. He's getting tired. He's getting hot. You know, he's thirsty, right? Whatever. I mean, that's normal, right? How many more minutes, Dad? How many more minutes? I said, well, about three or four minutes. He says, oh, it's forever, man. <laughs> so three or four minutes apparently is forever. So just read a couple of pages. That's two minutes. That's half of an eternity for some people. But it'll change your life. Do you want to change? 
That's the first word of the gospel is change. Jesus came in, he came out of the, the wilderness and came into his own hometown and he said, what's the first word out of his mouth? Repent. What does that mean? Does that mean whip yourself? Call yourself nasty names. I'm a no good scum sucking alley crawling crumb snatcher. I'm no good. That's not repentance. That's feeling sorry for yourself. Real repentance is change. Are you willing to change? I got no answer. I need crickets here. Are you willing to change? Buddy, I got to change. I don't know about you. The word of God will change you from the inside out. It'll change your desires. It'll change what you think about. It'll change your priorities. Virtually effortlessly. If you just get it in you. Though every word of God has the power within itself to bring itself to pass when it gets in your heart and comes out your mouth. Say amen. That's the truth. You can go to church your whole life and they won't tell you that. Tell your faith buddy again. Say, I do not feel sorry for you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, that was the preamble. Are you ready for the main meal here? Okay. All right. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 